Hello and welcome to Grazia Life Advice, Grazia's podcast. I'm Rhiannon and each week I'll be interviewing women worth listening to and getting them to pass on the six best pieces of advice they've ever been given and the worst piece too. Our guest this week is model and presenter Vogue Williams. Last month, Vogue gave birth to her first child, Theodore, with reality TV star Spencer Matthews. However, just before that, about nine days before her due date, she popped into the office to see us and gave this interview. She was an amazing spirit and was a really good laugh, full of brilliant advice, and she was really candid about lots of different areas of her life too. As well as having a child this year, Vogue has collaborated on a jewellery range with Katie Mullally, which is now available, and also created a three-part documentary, coming out on W later this month, all of which we discuss. So, over to Vogue. I'm here with Vogue Williams. Hi, Vogue. Hi. How are you? I am fantastic. You look absolutely <laughs> amazing. You said you're nine days away from your due date. Nine days away, thank <gasps> God. I hope he comes today. That's what I say to myself every day. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. We spoke to you just before you gave birth. <laughs> yeah. That would be great. Oh, you look amazing. Thank you so much thank for you. coming in. And we're going to run through your piece of best advice. Yes. Um, and I think we should just go straight in. And the first one is about listening to your gut. Yes. Tell me about that. Is that something someone told you? Or I think it's just really important. That's actually for my best friend, Ashley, because I, when I get asked even to do certain jobs, I'll ask around loads of different people's advice. Should I do this? What do you think of this? Mm. And my friend Ashley just once said to me, you've got to just listen to your gut. And if you actually feel it in your stomach, you can think about certain jobs you're doing and being like, as much as I want to do that job, I can't do it. Mm. There was one one TV job. What was it? And I absolutely love the show. I absolutely love it. And just my gut instinct was not to do it. And it was loads of money. And I really wanted to do it even for the money. And I'm really glad I didn't do it in the end. <laughs> You're not yeah. going to tell us what that is. You're going to keep it professional. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a really good show, though. And yeah. it's still running. It's just not a me show. Mm. Um, but when people offer you quite a lot of money, it's it's really, it's quite painful to turn it down. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to listen to your gut. And I, I sort of do that with everything in life. I'm more self-aware now and I, I sort of like I trust my own instincts now when before I wouldn't have and I would have taken a lot of advice off different people and I think it's important to know your own path and to know what you want to do yourself and I think that I'm very focused on what I want to do work-wise and and the way I want my career to go so I am quite good at listening to my gut now whereas I wasn't in the past so thank you to my friend Ashley. <laughs> what made you change was it her saying that or do you think it's age or? I think I think age definitely helps I think um, you're very much steered by your parents when you're younger I mean I was steered up until I was about 23 at least I was steered into two different degrees which I'm really happy I did and had I not listened to my parents I wouldn't have done them and I'm glad that I did do them but then I think you sort of start landing on your own feet and you just start thinking to yourself okay what's best for me what's best for my career and even managers everything you can you can take their advice but I think it's always important to just know yourself what you want to do because you can be pushed into doing something that you don't want to do and and then you just it just ends up being a nightmare it doesn't work out well Mm, and you take it into all areas of your life Definitely, yeah. I am a big fan of getting advice off other people, but I'm also a big fan of not listening to that advice. Yeah. So I do take it into into my life. Um, 
even when like investments and different things like that that I do I'm, I'm quite I am quite shrewd with that sort of thing and I think it's important to to just know yourself and if you do listen to your gut you will figure things out for yourself mm, absolutely and it kind of feeds into your second piece of advice I love the way you phrased this what's for you won't pass you by yeah and that just seems to make sense when you say it like that but <laughs> it seems simple but it's not really tell me about that so what's for you won't pass you by I think particularly in, in, in an industry like my where you're going up against so many people for one job um, you're disappointed an awful lot particularly with modelling it all started with modelling and like you mightn't have a look that somebody wants and you really want this job but you don't get it and you just have to think for yourself right what's for me won't pass me by and if I don't get this there's something better for me to get and it, it, it's I think about it in career I, mainly I think about that for for my apartment and I've just been saying this to my friend who's trying to buy a property over here and he keeps missing out on them mm. um, and that happened to me in Dublin and I really had my heart set in this apartment and I put a deposit down and everything and it was the right money and then I lost it and I was just devastated for ages and then literally six months later the apartment above it went up at a lower price because the market had dropped right. uh, it was way higher spec it was much nicer and I ended up getting that for an absolute steal mm. and now I look at the one below me every time I go home and I'm like oh god I'm so glad I didn't get that yeah. one and it's really dark and dingy the one below and I'm just really happy that I didn't get that but I think that you can use that for anything for work or anything if if you don't get a job, it's because there's a better job waiting for you. It mightn't feel like that at the time, but it does usually work out like that. Are you quite a big believer in fate then and things working out how they should? Yeah, I think so. I think I'm quite a positive person. So I try to take the positives out of everything, even a job that I might really want. Like that does happen quite often. Mm -hmm. You're going for a job that you really want and you're just not going to get it. And there's nothing you can do about it. So you have to figure out a way to just be positive and keep moving forward because... I, I, there's a lot of rejection in the world not mm. just my industry but everyone's industry so get ready for a rejection it's gonna happen <laughs> but be happy about it <laughs> is that the best way to deal with it positivity do you think or is it sometimes you do need to wallow a bit if you've been disappointed I think I, you can't, it's human nature to wallow a bit and I'm an absolute whinger at the best of times so <laughs> I think it's important to allow yourself that little whinge mm. but just realise that things will get better things always get better mm. I mean even in relationships what's for you won't pass you by and that's the same with listen to your gut mm. in a relationship I wish I'd listened to my gut a bit earlier because I think that certainly in long term relationships you can end up spending over a year before you actually break up with somebody when you could have had a whole extra year of your life knowing that mm. it was never going to work but you're just pushing for something to work and it doesn't work should have listened to my gut <laughs> Time wasting. And you listened to your gut this time. Obviously, it seems from the yeah. outside, like things moved quite quickly with you guys, uh, with Spencer, your now husband. Was that a real gut thing? Was that about that? That was because obviously with Spencer, he had a, not a great reputation. <laughs> Um, probably the last type of person I should have been going for and when I had gone on the jump I was really happily single I'd literally just hit a patch where I was like I love being single mm. I'd been dating someone else at the time who wanted to get serious and I was like nope I'm going to do the jump and I'm happy and I'm single and I don't want to have a boyfriend or anything like that um, and then I met Spencer and I was like okay he's clearly the wrong type of person to go for <laughs> after coming in he's really. very charming having met him before he's very charming yes. though he's very charming yeah. but he's so nice as well so at the start we actually were just really good pals and we were um, 
we just there was three of us there was myself Jake and Spencer and then Jake sort of veered off when it was left with me and Spencer and we would always share a ski lift and we'd always be hanging out and and then it just sort of turned into something else and I did listen to my gut and it was only when I went back to London because I left earlier because I did my knee in otherwise I obviously would have won and Spencer wouldn't have (laughs) do you still have that debate yet (laughs) Yeah, we just had it yesterday Actually, we were talking about the jump coming back today and he was like, you'll never beat my, my jump. You just won't be able to. And I was like, yes, I absolutely will. Just see my this baby's out. I'm jumping. So we're very competitive. Yeah. But uh, I did listen to my gut with him and I just knew that it was right. And it was the same with, with anything. Even when we decided to start a family, mm. it just felt like the right time. I mean, it was fast in, in the grand scheme of things, I guess. But for us, it just it felt like the right thing to do because... At the same time, we want to have three or four kids and I'm 32 and it's nice to, to get a move on with them. And you were just saying before, you work on these documentaries that are coming to the UK, I think later this year. Yes, in October. Was and part of the part of you deciding to start a family was to do with one of your documentaries. Is that right? Yeah, that seemed to it affected quite a few of my friendship mm. group. Um, it was it's a documentary about women who decide to have children on their own, which is on the rise and absolutely amazing and so empowering and just brilliant I mean you don't have to wait to find Mr. Wright if he's not there go and do it on your own you can and that was going to be my plan I was going to get to 36 37 and then maybe decide that's when I wanted to have my first child and I was going to do it on my own and then I did that documentary and uh, the fertility guy was concerned because I'd been on the pill for so long and he didn't think that I would get pregnant as easily as I did so that's why we decided to start trying Mm. in November and it it did happen quite quickly for us but that changed uh, a lot of my friends paths I suppose Mm. Um, one of them is looking into adoption at the moment another girl is going to start trying for her own baby on her own um, in January so yeah it's really exciting but when you watch it it's just I'm meeting these women like nobody you can never regret that you can always have that like fear of 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 doing it on your own because mm-hmm. it is scary and it's not you'd rather have somebody help you along with it but when you meet these women and their kids and and like it's absolutely the right thing for them to do and mm-hmm. you can't reg- regret having a child ever I don't think no. unless he's an absolute monster <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, I love your third piece of advice. I think it feeds into the positivity thing you were talking about because it's the ultimate positive positive saying, really. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Yeah. Yeah, tell me about that. Um, I think uh, I'm, I've, I've definitely been the victim of people saying that a lot of things fall on my lap um, with the industry I, I'm in. But I think that you have to work so super hard. I think I've had to sacrifice my brother's wedding like I sacrificed so much because I have to put work first um I'm not guaranteed a monthly salary and I think it's really important to just work super hard and if you work super hard you'll just keep reaping the rewards you can't expect to just get lucky and to be handed things because that's sadly not the way the world works Mm -hmm. and I, I even I find in things that I'm doing like looking back on my life like even four years ago like for instance with with the jewellery I did with, with Katie Mullally mm. I did a jewellery collab with her recently and like four years ago she sent me a 20p coin and I remember thinking I am so lucky I've just gotten sent this free coin mm. for like it's like a hundred quid and she just sent it to me to wear because because I'm going to post about it on social media mm. and now I get to work with her and our collab is doing really well and it was just it's just from thinking back then to now like 
the more that I worked, the more things that like were put on my path, which is just mm. great. And I think uh, even one of my pals, uh, he he actually gave up the booze, and within two years, his company he's got he's employing ten extra people, and it's just flying. Yeah. And I just think if you see somebody work really hard, you see that they that they uh, really deserve deserve what they get and that's what actually I did uh, one of my new documentaries is called My Sponsored Life and it's about influencers and everyone would have an opinion on an influencer and so would I and I wouldn't call myself one even though other people would mm-hmm. uh, but just seeing how hard they work like that is a really hard job yeah. if your job is being an influencer it is hard and it's non-stop and I've seen what they do in, in their business minds and like just they're not lucky. It's not because they look great. It's not because they're good at Instagram. It's because they work really, really hard. Mm. And I think it's worth remembering, as you're saying, from the outside, sometimes you can get yourself down thinking, oh, that person gets everything. They're so lucky. Yeah. You don't know what time they're going to bed. You don't know how many emails exactly. they're filing before 6am. You don't know, do you? No, you really don't. And I think that um, it's I, I, I like seeing people do well. I like mm. seeing people be successful. And again, that comes into the last one. What's for you won't pass you by. If somebody gets a job for you, just like be happy for them. They obviously deserve that job more than you. God, there's really some jobs that I would have loved, though. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and be positive. Yeah. <laughs> your fourth piece of advice. Tell me your fourth piece. I like this. Uh, manners don't cost a thing. Mm. I think it's so important to just... Be mannerly with people. Be polite with people. It sort of feeds into my fifth one as well. Then my fifth one is be nice. <laughs> it's sort of along the same lines, yeah. but I just think it's so important. I mean, you don't know who you're going to work with in throughout your whole career. I remember someone in Channel Four told me he was working as a runner, and he um, he was working on a TV show, and the presenters were so horrible to him. One in particular was just made his life absolute hell. Now he's a commissioner. Right. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> but that was a big mistake for that yeah. presenter. I don't see him much on TV, but it, it it is true. You can never think that you're bigger or better than somebody else. And I think people do forget that, that when if someone gets a raise or gets a, a, like a salary rise or whatever, they start thinking that they're maybe better than their colleagues below them. But you never, ever are, no matter like if it's someone who's bringing around the tea or coffee or anything like that. Everyone starts somewhere. And I think it's really important to just make sure that you're mannerly, you're kind, you're nice, the whole way up. Just don't be bullish and work because nobody really likes that in the end. Is it harder though? Because I always think, would I be an absolute monster if I became famous? Would I suddenly <laughs> become Mariah? Is it harder when your, you know, your social profile becomes higher? Does it is it harder to be polite to people? Do you feel or is it No, no? I definitely don't find it harder. And I feel lucky with every job that I get. I definitely do. If I God, if I do anything mm. even remotely rude or something on stupid on social media, my sister will be on to me within ten minutes oh, right. abusing <laughs> me about it. But I do know people in this industry and I have seen it myself mm. where I'm like, Oh my god, like who do you think you are? Mm. And I feel like saying that to them. But then like years pass and, and it's like, where are they gone now? Yeah. And it's like, you can't, you can't spend your whole time. You might have a TV show right now, but like if you're going to just act the way you are and think you're better than everyone else and think that you're away or the highway, then you're not going to do well. And I've seen it firsthand. So, mm. um, 
yeah, your career is not going to go far if that's the way you're going to act. Unless you're Mariah Carey, but maybe she's not nasty in no. real life. <laughs> she maybe must she's be nice. lovely. Yeah, yeah, buys them all presents all the time, all of her <laughs> staff. And who is it that keeps you mannered and being nice? Is it your family? You said your sister messages you. Yeah, I think uh, my sister messaged me if I ever do anything cringy. I think I, I have friends since I've been 12. They've mm. been my friends for my whole life. And then I have another group since I've been 18. And my life is very much as it always was. I mean, mm. being in the public eye hasn't really changed it. I go to nice parties and things like that, but um, everything else is the same. Like, I'm not, like, precious about anything. Nobody certainly treats me any different to the way they used to 10 years ago, and I think that's important to have, like, a nice grounded yeah. group of people around you. And I, like, I'd never change my friends. I mean, you pick up friends, of course you do, but um, but I wouldn't say that we're... Like we're quite uninteresting, really. Myself and Spencer. <laughs> sometimes we don't we don't spend our time going to all these glamorous events and yeah. parties. We do go to the odd ones, but like his friends are still his pals from when he was very young and everything like that. And I think it's important to keep those people around you. Otherwise, you might pull a Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a good point. So that yeah, keep the friends, no Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. Um, your sixth piece of advice. It really made me think. Of- to be honest so I love this tell me what your sixth piece of advice is my sixth piece is if something will annoy you in a week don't let it bother you now that's that's going to change my life <laughs> like I'm going to just like be so more chilled now I love that Spencer gave me that advice because <laughs> I am not nearly as chilled as him right. um, I was having a meltdown over water the other day water it was a really annoying situation though somebody basically drank out of my new water bottles that I'd ordered water up to the apartment, but it was eight litres and they didn't finish any of the bottles. So I was really angry. <laughs> and he was like, why are you getting so worked up about that? Um, but things like that can annoy me. Mm-hmm. And he just said, if something isn't going to annoy you next week, who cares about it right now? And I do have to take that advice on because I can get annoyed quite easily with mm-hmm. things. Um, whereas he's the most chilled, relaxed person in the whole world, mm-hmm. um, which probably amplifies the fact that I get so annoyed so easily. Yeah. But I think it is, it's a, it is so true. If it's not going to annoy you in a week, who cares about it? Yeah, I think it's so easy, especially um, with WhatsApp and social media. You can get so hurt up, you know, someone can say something that just yeah. robs you up the wrong way. You can go off on one and then you think, oh, why did I do that? And I think it's better for you, but also for your relationships, if you can not jump straight away. Absolutely. You're right with social media, though. That can really... that does have a tendency to wind me up Mm. comments that are just nasty and just stupid and you just have to be like oh just leave it Mm. but um I I think about snapping back for ages and then I won't do it yeah have you never done it that's I oh I've definitely snapped back (laughs) but there was a situation last week that somebody was talking about me in the press and I almost snapped back Mm. for about three days I almost snapped back but everyone I mentioned it to was like don't snap back and I was like okay yeah Whew. and a week later you're not mad a week later I don't care so there you go <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's in practice I love it I'm yeah. going to use that that's great um, and we like to always finish on a worst piece of advice advice because people love giving advice and it's yeah. not always it's not always best for us so tell me yours I think when I started out particularly with modelling it was like take every job that you can mm. so people I was working with back back then just wanted me to do every single job even now I look back at some of the jobs that I did and I'm like, why did I do that? Why mm. did I do that? But um, 
I suppose you're scared you're not going to make any money so you want to make all the money you can so you take every job but I think if you're more selective in what you do you're you're going along your right path and um and that's really important to do I mean, there's some pictures of me out there with my head inside a giant burger. Wish I didn't do that, <laughs> but I did. <laughs> They're honestly the worst pictures ever and they sometimes yeah. come back to haunt me and I'm like, oh God. Yeah. But uh, but I did used to do that. I used to just grab every single job and then you end up wearing yourself out and you're not actually enjoying everything that you're doing. And I can easily say now that everything I'm doing, I absolutely love doing mm-hmm. it and I wouldn't change anything really about my career at the moment because because I love doing the documentaries people always ask me would you rather be modeling or DJing or doing the documentaries and mm. I'm like they all slot in so well together that I just I don't have to choose and I wouldn't want to choose because I just enjoy all of them that I get to do but what if that burger picture moved you onto another <laughs> job that has made you who you are today I mean there is that as there well. is that yeah. yeah but I do think that you need to be a bit selective and a bit more careful about what you're mm. what you're going to do and you can't burn yourself out either you can't do everything that's the other thing has it been hard for it with you being pregnant and then obviously having to think about life with a tiny baby to turn stuff down and, and not push yourself too far uh, yeah I think because um, I had to film my documentaries before I finished that was mm. really important to me to get this series done and we finished that I'm still doing voiceovers for them actually um, so I haven't stopped yet but I think like a lot of women work up until the end yeah. even in the office and things like that so they can get more maternity leave after mm-hmm. but um, for me I think our life will just change like we'll have the baby but I still want to be able to do my job Spencer mm-hmm. still wants to be able to do his jobs and we just have to we'll have to turn different things down and, and one of us will mind the baby at one time and like so I can still do my, my documentaries and my travel show and things like that that mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to give up but um, I'm definitely going to take a bit of time off in September. I think so. I think I, think I need it. Yeah, <laughs> a few weeks at least. Yeah. Thank you so much, Faye, for coming along. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so much to Vogue. She was a delight to hang out with and full of great life advice. The Vogue Williams Katie Mullally jewellery range is available now at katiemullally.co.uk and her three-part documentary series starts next week, Wednesday, October 10th at 10pm on W. If you're enjoying the podcast so far, please do subscribe, rate us, review us. It really helps spread the word. We look forward to seeing you next week for more advice from women worth listening to.